Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4-6 clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. Wherever you are at in your manifester journey, or even if you are here just because you love a manifester and you want to understand them a little bit more, this podcast is the place for you. Stick around for in-depth teaching, for real-life practical tips and understandings of the manifester journey, and how to become aligned and powerful and thriving as a manifester. You are here for global impact. You are here to change the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. Pretty excited to be bringing you this little topic today because this has been one that has been coming up quite a bit, very sort of rhythmically and um, in a repeating fashion, um, particularly through the work that I do and from this vantage point that I get to have of being a facilitator of the Manifesto community. So, you know, I'm in a very, very unique life position where um, I get to witness and observe and interact with just so many manifestors every single day. Um, and I recognize that it's, there's probably nobody else in the world that that gets to do that. <laughs> Um, and it gives me insight into some repeating cycles and some repeating patterns, you know, these common themes that that keep occurring. And um, this one I have been noticing and sitting with and reflecting on and, and just, just kind of mulling through, munching down on for a long while now, about six months. And I, I feel like it's finally time to speak to it. I think I finally reached the understanding of what's going on and how we can speak to that in a way that is healing and growing for us as manifestors. So I want to talk about the manifestor to manifestor breakdown. The manifestor to manifestor breakdown. In part, this is going to be about um, the manifestor to manifestor relationship, but I'm not necessarily just talking about those of you who have manifestors in your physical life. For those of you in that situation, this is so worthy of paying attention to because I think you're going to learn a lot. But anybody who interacts with another manifestor anywhere at all, if you are a manifestor yourself, even if that's just that you're part of the manifestor community and you comment on stuff and you're interacting in the comments, like this is for you as well. This We really are going to do a bit of a reframe on how we treat each other as manifestors. Oh, it's going to be good. I'm so looking forward to this. Okay, let's set the stage here. We're going to be talking a lot about conditioning in this podcast episode. And uh, for those of you who are unaware of what conditioning is, this is a theme that is spoken about in human design. The language that human design applies to it is conditioning. But in um, other systems, this is, you know, shadow work, it's limiting belief work, it's um, inner child work, even in some places. What we're talking about here in conditioning is the patterns of behavior and the thoughts and the energies that we take on that are not aligned for us. You know, that we took them on at a certain time because we thought we had to, because it was about survival, um, because that was what was demanded of us to do. But actually, it's it's really not aligned for us. It's not in our 
best interests. It's, it's not in our energetic um, natural state in order to behave that way. And specifically as manifestors, because we're non-sacral beings, we talk a lot about sacral conditioning, often referred to as generator conditioning, um, but that's a very kind of all-inclusive term. So even in generator conditioning, what I'm really referring to is generator and manifesting generator conditioning. I'm talking about sacral conditioning. So there are some kind of individual quirks within that, but generator conditioning, I'm just going to use that phrase for the rest of the podcast for ease. Generator conditioning is so prevalent for manifestors, so prevalent for manifestors. I I mean, up to date, I'm, I believe I'm yet to come across a manifestor that has not experienced some level of this, that hasn't come into human design and into their awareness of themselves as a manifestor um, from a place of like, oh my gosh, I've been behaving like a generator or I've been behaving like a manifesting generator. And specifically what we're talking about there in generator conditioning is um, this demand to be responsive to things, um, to be in constant creation to be in constant connection, being okay with a lot of noise and activity and movement in your life, you know, being very busy, having a very full schedule, multitasking, doing a lot of things, um, always being engaged with people, always talking, responding to texts all the time and emails and always answering the phone and being on social media and responding to stuff, um, demanding of yourself that you be completely productive all the time, that you are only valuable when you are creating, when you are producing. Overall, the archetype of generator conditioning is the doing, that you need to always be doing in order to be valuable. But what's true for us as non-sacral beings and as manifestors is that our value is in being. It's not in doing. We are doing so little of the time. Most of the time we are being. So that's really where our depth exists and where our alignment exists. And that's super different to sacral beings. Because sacral beings really, really genuinely do derive a lot of alignment and pleasure and satisfaction from doing, from responding, from creating, from connecting with, with being busy. Okay, so when we're talking about generator conditioning, that's what we're saying. We're saying, woof, we as manifestors kind of expecting ourselves to be all of these things and, and to be okay with that, to be thriving, to be in alignment, when actually that's not alignment for us. And so we never reach alignment. We never feel satisfied. We never feel peaceful. What we feel is angry when we're in generator conditioning. There are so many layers to conditioning and, and so many aspects of conditioning that are going to be individual to your chart. And if that's something that appeals to you, I really, really encourage you to go down that pathway and look at it because at some point in time in your human design journey, um, deconditioning is, is going to be a thing, right? It's kind of unavoidable. Like you're going to have to go through that process. And so if that's calling to you now, definitely start journeying into it and moving into it. I want to look more broadly at some of these internalized conditionings to behave like a generator that we have as manifestors and how that shows up in the manifestor to manifestor relationship. I think the truth is that manifestors, like, like other non-sacral beings, like our projectors and reflectors, we are so conditioned to behave as generators and to expect of ourselves that we should be able to behave as generators, that what we unconsciously start doing 
is that even when we interact with other manifestors, we start expecting them to behaving as to behave as generators in order to give us what we want. We are so conditioned to believe that that is the way that the world operates. That even when we are dealing with other people exactly like ourselves, we are reflecting our conditioning on them and saying, no, you behave like a generator. You behave like a generator. In order for me to get what I want, I need you to respond to me. I need you to be constantly creating. I need you to connect with me when I demand it. I need you to be okay with whatever it is that I'm throwing at you. It is so subtle and yet so, so destructive for manifestors to do this to each other. Now, I have seen this on social media predominantly, but that's not the only place I've seen this going on. I have seen this going on inside group programs. I've even seen this happening in like manifestor to manifestor relationships in my own life, right? I've, I've seen this and heard this reflected back to me from manifestors in our community. This is happening. This is happening all over the place. Manifestors treating other manifestors as though they are generators. But for the sake of easy understanding, let's look at social media, okay? So many manifestors, and and I am putting my hand up and including myself in this because I find myself unconsciously moving into these patterns as a social media consumer as well. So this is not a like, oh, Holly is perfect and all the other manifestors are screwing up. No, 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 no. This is a... This is a um, a call to action and a reminder for all of us to take a look at at how we are doing this. But on social media in particular, so many of us as manifestors are jumping into social media and we're doing things like asking questions. We're going to other manifestors and we're asking questions of them, right? We're saying, explain this thing further to me right? I'm going to your page with your content and I'm jumping in the comments and I'm saying, well, what does this mean? Define this term for me. Apply this to my life. What does this mean for my individual experience? Can you go further into what you said on slide three? I don't really understand. Can someone explain this to me? We are asking questions and we are expecting responses from other manifestors. We're also jumping on social media and expecting daily consistent content to be fed to us. We're also jumping on social media and wanting, this is a really crucial one, we're wanting to be entertained by the creations of another manifester. We're taking in what other manifestors are creating and we're doing this, this internal judging system of like, mm, well, I don't know, I don't know if I like that. I don't know if that entertains me like, Mm. I don't I don't think that that was really what landed. Well, maybe it didn't land with you because you weren't meant to be initiated by it. You see, we are going to other manifestors, especially on social media, and we're expecting them to show up as as their manifestor self, but do it in a generator way. We're expecting them to be able to create content and initiate things, but then respond. 
We're expecting them to produce things that are exactly what we want them to be at the time that we want them to be. And then we want them to be consistently available. We want that to be there all the time, right? We're, we're asking questions, expecting that those questions are going to be answered. That's the implication when you ask a question is that you expect it to be answered. That's why you're asking it. We are going to other manifestors and saying, oh, I love what you create. I love the power you bring across. I love the impact that you're having. Do it all the time for me. Dance, manifestor monkey. Produce daily content. Produce lots of freebies. Produce weekly podcast episodes. Send out weekly newsletter emails. We are expecting manifestors around us to be manifestors but behave as generators when we know we know that manifestors are inconsistent we are rhythmic energetic beings who work on energetic cycles we know that manifestors are not here to constantly create we know that manifestors are not here to create and make things available on anybody else's timeline we know that manifestors are not designed to respond. They are only designed to initiate. We know that it's angering and horrible for a manifestor to be questioned and to have to answer and explain and give more than what they have already given in the initiation. We know all of these things and yet we are doing that to other manifestors. And hand on heart, I find myself doing this in so many places. I do this on social media. I'm really trying to work on not doing it. But I also do it as a manifestor mother to a manifestor son. I ask him questions. I want him to respond. I want him to explain himself to me. I want him to be energetically consistent. I want him to follow the same routine every single day because that is what is convenient for me. While at the same time saying, no, I want him to live in his pure manifest essence. I treat him as though he is a manifester, but expect him to behave like a generator so that it's more palatable and convenient for me so that I get what I want out of it. This is so unconscious for us as manifestors. As I said, this is our internalized generator conditioning being projected out. This is what we have always experienced as a demand on ourselves. And so we have learned that we think that that is the way that the world operates. And even though we can love other manifestors and truly, genuinely, down to our core, want them to be their manifesto self, if we are still journeying through our own generator conditioning, we need to be so mindful of where that conditioning is showing up by our demands on other manifestors to behave as generators because that makes it easier for us. This has to shift. We have to shift this. I, I'm telling you just really clearly and plainly that I am seeing this so regularly, so regularly. I've even had other people mention this to me. I've had non-manifestors mention this to me about what goes on just on the social media with the manifestor community. Non-manifestors coming to me and saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe how demanding manifestors are of these things, of your community. That it's like 
they don't even recognize that they're doing exactly to you what they would hate to be done to themselves. This is, this is an issue for us manifestors. This is something that we have to work on. We have to recognize it. We have to shift it because we don't move forward as manifestors until we can move forward as a collective. That's why we're all being drawn together. That's why we're all these manifestors are kind of magnetizing together and we're creating these places where we're um, having relationships with each other and we're gathering and we're learning from each other because we are healing as a collective of manifestors. We are coming together as a manifestor collective within the bigger collective in order to heal each other through our relationships and through our understanding of each other. That's how we're moving forward. That's how we're growing. That's how we're evolving into this new manifestor. And we can't do that if within this manifestor collective, what we're actually doing is reinforcing this conditioned state and we're breaking each other down by not truly starting to operate in these behavioral patterns where we are allowing other manifestors to be manifestors. We need each other. We need each other to heal. We need each other to learn. And we have to start being mindful of how we are treating each other in that process. We can't expect others to treat us differently as manifestors if we are still demanding each other to behave in a conditioned way. I think this is the greatest irony is that um, as manifestors, we're so often up in arms about all these people around us that are, you know, demanding that I, you know, I not be my manifesto self, that I be consistent, that I be responsive, like, oh, it's so hard. It's so angering. I'm so tired. And yet we're doing it to each other. We are doing it to each other. Manifestors, I believe genuinely, this might be hard to swallow, but I believe that manifestors are among the worst at doing this. I believe that we are among the worst of placing demands on other manifestors to behave in an unaligned way. And like I've mentioned a number of times in this episode so far, that is reflective of our own internalized conditioning. Like all relationships, these are mirror relationships where we are able to see, oh, this is where I'm still conditioned. This is where I'm still expecting myself to be responsive. This is where I'm still expecting myself to be consistent. This is where I'm expecting myself to be creatively productive all the time. Take this as the invitation that it is to reflect further on your conditioning and also take it as a call to action to shift the way that we behave with each other as manifestors. We need to hold this manifestor to manifestor relationship as something completely sacred because that's exactly what it is. Oh, I feel like nothing else needs to be said about that. <laughs> I feel like the whole thing just got expressed. You know, we've got to, we've got to be better. We have to be better in our manifestor to manifestor relationships, whether that's just on interacting with each other on social media, whether it's interacting with a manifestor who's also a content creator, whether it's um, manifestors in your, your real life, your friendships, your family relationships, your workplaces, start paying really, really close attention to those relationships that you have. And at the very least, at the very, very least, can we come back to a place of this is how I know I need to be treated as a manifester in order to be held in my alignment. And so those are the new values and the new kind of structural 
principles that I'm going to take forward into how I treat other manifestors. If I know that I need to not be asked questions and expected to respond, then I'm not going to ask other manifestors questions and expect them to respond. If I know that I need to be supported and encouraged in my rest cycle and to not be expected to create during that time, then that is exactly what I'm going to do for other manifestors as well. If I know that it's really good and really nourishing for me as a manifestor to be informed, then that's what I'm going to do for other manifestors as well. I'm going to inform them. Let's start holding the manifestor to manifestor relationship as something as profoundly sacred as what it truly is, because this is the new platform from which we launch forward. This is the new foundation from which we grow and we step into the new paradigm as the new manifestor. We're doing it with each other. It is not accidental that we're all being called to each other. So take this as the loving call to action that it is. Reflect on it, chew on it, think through this, open your eyes to it, see where maybe this is occurring in your life. What is it showing you about yourself? What is it showing you about your relationships with other manifestors on whatever level that occurs for you? (sighs) I'm so glad you were here to listen to this. I'm so glad this felt like the right time to share it. I'm just trusting that it goes out in the right way at the right time to the right people. So thank you for being here if you are somebody who is listening to this episode. And I am going to wrap up here and go and take myself for a nap because I am in a rest cycle. And that is what I need to not be producing or creating anymore. (laughs) I will catch up with you in a couple of episodes time. But until then, keep hunting for purpose. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us today in another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. We so enjoy having you here and whether you are listening to my insights or the wisdom of one of our other incredibly talented manifesto specialists, we really truly hope that you have taken away power, transformation and wisdom about your own manifesto magnificence. Before you go and switch off, we would be so humbly grateful if you could take the time to either leave a podcast review right on the platform that you're listening to, or if you feel like it, please do a share across your social media. We love to hear how each of the episodes is impacting you, and we love to provide an opportunity for you to inform us via social media. So please share a story or a post about this episode and tag us at The Manifesto Community. Until next time, please, manifestors, keep hunting for purpose.